we pivot when it's not working as a team, we pivot. And there's a lot of pivoting. And we have spent a lot, we spent the majority of the whole last year pivoting because every time with this hard market, that's all you're doing. Welcome to the Insurance Refocus Podcast, where we're highlighting real agent stories and how they are innovating to respond to the changes and challenges happening in the independent insurance industry. My name's Lindsay, and I can't wait to introduce you to my amazing co-host, who just so happens to be my mom, Carrie Wallace. Mom, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Lindsay. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I actually, this weekend is really exciting. I'm going to like this really fun event. It should should be a fun event. It is on the water and it's a dog adoption event. So I'm like 95% sure I'm bringing home a dog. I haven't told Patrick that it's a dog event. I just told him we were going to brunch. So that's going to be really <laughs> fun. <laughs> oh, way, to, way to give him a surprise. Like, hey, honey, guess what? We're expanding our little um, budding family here and you have no idea. Yep. Well, anyway, I will tell you, Lindsay, I'm super excited that we get to talk to one of my favorite people today. Today we have Nikki Ostringer of Vault Insurance, which I always want to call Watts Insurance. I apologize. Like once I meet you, Nikki, I only know <laughs> you as the way that I know you. So anyway, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, you know, since I did talk about vault insurance versus Watts insurance, that was a change that you haven't, it was pretty recent that you made that change, right? Yeah. So um, I've been wanting to change and rebrand for a long time, all for very surface level, very vain reasons. Um, number one, I live in Nebraska and Lincoln, Nebraska, and everything is red. And I am and so you love sick. the color. You love the color red, right? <laughs> red is red is fine, but I'm just sick of it. It's everywhere. It's all the time, and I really love the ocean. And so I wanted to change it to blue. And it's a it's a uh, like an ombre gradient or whatever. And so it kind of is supposed to look like the ocean. Um, yeah. So it's all very like surface level reasons uh, why I changed the name that and. My last name hasn't been Watts for uh, 11 years and in about a month. So, um, you know, it's just, it's time to get out of the dinosaur ways and, and do things new and make it fresh. And um, I'm, I'm growing and I know that new agents in their 20s and 30s don't really want to work with a last name agency. It, it honestly is just a slap up there that says, you're never going to own this. And um, I don't want to create that vibe. Like our vibe here is we're a team and just because I'm the owner doesn't mean I'm not going to get down there in the trenches and shovel the, you know what, with you too, because that's, that's like a very core value of mine that I learned from my dad. My dad poured basements and literally shoveled trenches. So, um, he always said, yeah, you know, don't sit up there at the top and curse out the people at the bottom and tell them how to do their job if you're not willing to get down there and do it with them. So it's a, it's a pretty, pretty big core value for me. So yeah, team mentality, color, not my last name. People ask the craziest questions. Did you sell out? Did your <laughs> husband make you do it? Um, did your mom retire? I'm like, retire? 
she works from home and she hasn't been in the office for years. So it's just, it's just funny the things that people, the pe- that people came up with. So. So when you made the decision to change the name from, like make the name change. Watts Devault. Yeah. Yes. Did you, like, did your customers have questions about it or was it just kind of at renewal? Hey, the name changed. And what was that like? You would not, you would, we sent out a series of five emails that explained what was going on. Very short emails. Cause I know people don't read them. <laughs> and cause I didn't want people to think that we sold out. Cause there's a lot of small agencies selling out to big guys and I'm not going to do that. I'm 35 years old. I have a lot of fight left in this. This, So um, I even, it was right before Christmas and I got on Fiverr and I had them do a snow globe and it shook, it had elves in it because we always do a Christmas card with elves and our faces are in the elves because we're very funny here. So we did that and then with the snow globe shook and it went from Watts to Vault. But I'm telling you, still to this day, people are like, oh, you changed your name. And I'm like, nine, ten months ago, did you get the series? Because why didn't know? We sent out a series of five emails and they they still just are surprised. So it's kind of funny. It's It's just really not that big of a deal, but maybe to some people it is. Hey guys, if you're looking to improve your bottom line, allow your team to operate efficiently and really improve that customer retention, I believe you should check out Ascend. Ascend is the all-in-one insurance payment solution. They are focused on streamlining your invoicing, premium financing, accounting, and they'll even make your carrier payables for you. They are taking agency bill and making it as easy as direct bill. That is a game changer. They integrate with all of the major AMS players. And here's the best part. It's free. There is no subscription, no cost to you. They allow your customers to pay how they want. If you are interested in improving your efficiency, go visit ascend.com backslash insurance refocused and let them know that we sent you. You know, we had a whole show about someone, um, the, the debate of the last name agency versus, you know, a, a more not generic, but no one in that, in that whole conversation said, I don't want people to think that they can't one day own this agency. And I love that you said that because a pathway to ownership is really important. Like if you want people to feel a part of what you're doing and eventually think that they want to buy in and actually think like an owner, I mean, hats off to you for having the foresight to say, I want to create that environment and make no question about it, that everyone here might, might have a pathway to ownership. So I love, I love that you said that. That's awesome. Yeah. I think if people show up and earn it and do the things and, you know, act like it and, yeah, I love it. You you know, you you get what you get what you give. You you know. You do. And if yeah. if you're going to give and you're willing to do what I've done or do what I do, then great. Like be up here with me. So let's talk about that for a minute because I've known you for a little bit. I I think I've known you for about a year and a half now. That might that might be a little long, but it's been a, a period of time and Listen, when I first met you, you were all the hats. Like you had people with you, but you, I mean, 
you're you're what everyone can relate to where you you are sweeping the floors you're writing the big accounts you're engaging with your carriers you're figuring out referral partners you're hiring like you're doing it all no two ways around that how do you how have you moved some of that so not every hat is your responsibility and you're really starting to discern who wears which hats and, and making that transition, which really is what's needed to scale an agency. What does that look like for you? So like I said, I've always really wanted to keep the team mentality. I don't want anyone to feel like if you were one of micromanager, don't pick me. Like I'm not going to, that's not me. Like don't work here because it's just not going to work out. Um, But with that, the team mentality, we have had a bajillion discussions between everyone in my office about who wants to do what and who wants to wear what hat and who's, who's the best fit for the hat, you know? And we've spent a lot of time talking about it. And we've spent a lot of time talking about how do we want things to look so that we can scale, so that we can grow. And, you know, we are growing and we do have goals and we see, you know, we talk about it as a team because it matters that everybody has to be in the right position and in their desired position. And we pivot when it's not working as a team, we pivot. And there's a lot of pivoting and we have spent a lot. We spent the majority of the whole last year pivoting because every time with this hard market, that's all you're doing. You, things have changed. We thought we were going to go one direction with things and the hard market hit us and we were like, whoo, holy crap. And, you know, we're all so young. We've never seen a hard market. And so I think we really, you know, as a team, we sit down, we talk, we make a plan. We've talked, to, we went the VA route. We had had um, three VAs and now we have one VA and we have gone through what we think they, you know, we've given them things and taken things away because it didn't work out. We've really decided that VAs are in our office are best fit for when we have a very finite process of how something needs to go. Because if it's not a step-by-step process that they can follow, um, it generally just, it doesn't, it doesn't turn out well for us. Um, And if you throw a 2A in there and you don't have 2A listed on that, chain, they, they don't have the, um, experience or they don't have the experience or everyday knowledge that we have to understand like, Oh, you know, I can look up if they own a house on the assessor's website. Like, unless you put that as a checklist reminder, they're probably not going to think to do that. Like, and, and little things like that, that they just don't understand because they don't live here. Um, but we love our VA. We've had a great, um, experience with our VA and, and we've just keep pivoting so that everybody has the right hat on and making sure that our processes are finite. Yeah. So tell me, I think everybody would say, if you haven't pivoted in the last year, you're, I mean, you're probably not thriving because there's a lot of changes that are occurring. No question about it. Right. So Give me an example of one of the major pivots that you've made because of the hard market. Um, we used to quote everyone who went up 10%. Well, everyone's going up like 30. So we can't requote everyone. 
Um, we just can't. And sometimes it just doesn't make sense. So we've really put a finite process in on going back over a certain amount of time and looking at how long they've been with carriers and what the rate increases have been over the last however many years. And we see if there's any major changes coming up for these people before we spend the time moving them to a new carrier. And honestly, now pretty much all of our personal lines carriers are requiring a deductible that's at least $1,000 over what they currently had. So we're having a lot of conversations about education and about what we can do to your current policy before we even decide to requote you, because you're probably going to get requoted, save $200 and have a deductible that's a thousand dollars higher than what you already had. So we are really focusing on educating up front and making sure to maximize discounts, talking about the telematics before we do anything requoting wise. If you're like me and many other small businesses across the country where hiring, training, and retaining employees is a challenge, Agency VA has a solution for you. Agency VA has over a thousand VAs hired, managed, and trained in the Philippines, Latin America, and India. But did you also know they have a hundred licensed agents here in the U.S. that can help you manage your book? If this is something that you are struggling with inside your agency, please visit agencyva backslash insurance refocused and set up a time to talk to them about your hiring needs. When you're saying you're when you're saying you're educating your clients, like what does that look like? That structure and that conversation. How are you doing that education, and is it actually helping? Do you think? A lot of awesome feedback about. Thank you so much. So so happy to like see your face and to get this to get the news. Like it gets bad news, but people were thankful for it. It was so funny. Um, and then I still had people call and be like well, why is my rate going up? And I said, well, did you watch my video on June 9th <laughs> about the state of the market? Did you see that? I highly recommend you go watch that. And then I say, you know, this is the, I just, I just have an honest conversation with them because 95% of my book is based on relationships. I, I mean, in the other 5% are just random people who probably found me on the internet, but I really focus on developing those relationships with those people, with my customers, so that we can have open, honest conversations about what it really is, because you just can't sugarcoat, you know what, like it is what it is like. And I want to give them, you know, the information and educate them so that they're aware and making the best choices that they can for themselves. And it's just open, honest conversations from human to human, because we are in a small, we're in a big, small town and that's what the people want. They want the small town feel. They want to know, you know, that's the conversation they want to have. They don't want to have the press release memo with the guy, you know, that's just not how Lincoln, Nebraska is. Right. Yeah. Well, and I feel like in a com for a conversation like this, where there is sensitive topics, money involved, and there's things like that. Sometimes the one to many 
is like super hard to carry out. You know, the June 9th email that, hey, did you watch my video? They're like, yeah, I watched your video, but like I still right. have an increase in rate. Like, right. what do we do about it, you know? So I think in those cases, the one-to-many is so, so difficult and it takes those relationships that you've built up over time to get you through that. 5,000. And so not every conversation looks the same. I just had a conversation with a customer a couple of days ago. We removed full coverage from a 2016 Porsche because they'd go buy they'd go buy a new one with cash today if it got totaled, and it wouldn't be a big deal to them. <laughs> Me, you know, I'm I'm gonna leave full coverage on that, but there's just it's subjective. Every conversation's different, and that's what's so important about the relationships. Like, know your client. I am constantly preaching that to my team. Know your client. If that means you have to take little notes in the management system so that you know your client, then then do it. But know who you're talking to. Absolutely. So I have a question for you, though. So prior to sending that video out, which I love that you did a state of the insurance. And honestly, I've seen a couple agents do that and post it on LinkedIn. Like, I love that we're talking about it because here's the deal. We live it, breathe it. We know there's a hard market. The average person who insurance does not, you know, their life doesn't revolve around insurance, doesn't even know what a hard or soft market even means. Like they, they really don't know. So I'm, my question is prior to you sending out that video, had you done email videos like loom videos that you um, were engaging with your uh, clients at all? No, that is way out of my comfort zone. But honestly, I just get, tired of having the same conversation over and over again. And like people are so angry these days and they call and they're so mad about things and they need to know, like we're living this too, you know, like my home insurance went up too, you know, and I get like, Ooh, you're getting a raise over the rate increase. You know, I am, but I'm also working my you know what off to make sure that you have the right coverage at the best price that I can get you. And so if you're going to call and yell at me, we're not going to have a productive relationship. Like, here's what's going on. Know where I'm at so that we can move forward together productively. And and I know this sucks because everything's expensive. I just went to the grocery store to pick up a few items and I spent a hundred bucks and I was like, hundred dollars for that? Like, uh, That's why I don't heck? go to the grocery store. I literally don't go to the grocery store. I'm not even kidding you. I wish that wasn't true, but it's totally true. But here's the thing. Like the good news is because things are changing, because you know your agency is growing and your staff was growing, you pivoted and you utilized a VA. It might not have been a straight line. It might not have been you know absolutely perfect, and you it took some iterations to figure it out. But I love that you pivoted, figured that out because let's let's be real, the hiring market isn't the easiest either. So now we've got more work, problems trying to find talent, and you pivoted. You pivoted by using a video rather than saying I'm going to call you know, 7,000 people today and talk to them about the state of the insurance. And I'm, it's not going to be a one size fits all, but at least it's doing something different. I love that you're doing things different because I think the agents that aren't, aren't seeing success. They just aren't. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I don't hide my emotions, obviously. Like 
they always come out. And I had people text me after the video and say, are you okay? And I'm like, some days I am and some days I am not. Because, you know, it's hard when you have the, the customer that's like, I just can't afford this, Nikki. Like, and what do you do? Like, there's sometimes there's, we do the as much as we can do and there's nothing you can do. And it's like, you know, I want you to know, like, I am here. I am doing this and I care. Like, and that's 90% of the time, that's all they want. But it's huge. And honestly, I care does not come across in an email. I care comes across in, in the video with the tears. A hundred percent. So yeah. I guess, <laughs> I guess the only thing, maybe I'm channeling my David Carruthers here or something, but I hope you use more video because if you want to connect and you want to do that, the best way to do that is video. And I'll tell yes. you, it's, it's not my comfort zone either, but I will, I will attest to it definitely connects you to people without question. So yeah, good for yes. you. I love that. I love it. I don't know that I've ever cried in a video that I sent out, but listen, there's time. I didn't time. cry. I didn't cry, but apparently I, I was like, like the people that know me, like that know, know, know me, they were like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. What do you mean? Was I, was I not fine? So let's talk about one more thing, Nikki, if you don't yeah. mind. And it's a topic that I think is on the minds of a million people. So we talked about Obviously, the hard market has changed and it's changed your body of work. You guys are growing, so you already had an incre increasing body of work. How are you going about hiring for people that would come into your office? How are you tackling that? So right now, we are actively looking for another account manager because we don't call them CSRs. Okay. Uh, that's a feelings thing, too. Um we have contracted with the big I hires and they are going to help us hire and they're going to use career plug and a million other things that I don't have time to wear that hat. And that's why I hire somebody else to do it. Um, now I really don't want to wear the hat, but w everybody in the office knows that right now it is all freaking hands on deck. And, um, <clears throat> we know that we need to sell X amount of dollars by the end of the year so that we can feel very, very, very comfortable in hiring this person and we need to hire the person and, and we're all actively looking together. And when I interview them, we'll all interview that person so that it's a good fit for the team. And, and, and we all, we, I'm just really open and honest with everybody about where we're at and where we need to, what we need to do to get to where we want to go. Because everybody knows right now that we don't want to work like this. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting. A lot of people want to keep some of that, those things to themselves for whatever reason. Like, I don't want to alarm anyone. I don't want to whatever. I think when there's transparency and everybody can rally behind something, um, it's pretty freeing. I mean, if I'm, if I'm in a team right now and I know that I'm going to have to talk to some clients that maybe aren't super happy about the changes that are happening to their insurance, and I work in an environment that's transparent about, listen, we're getting you help. We're tackling this together. I'm willing to pivot when in, when it's needed. Uh, listen, I don't know if there's a better place to be, right? I think keeping your team on the same page, especially when you're a, a team of four, is crucial. Crucial. Plus, we spend 40 hours a week together. And 
I don't hide my feelings. So when I'm stressed, they know. I mean, it's not like, you know, that's just, it's my work family and everybody's got to be happy at work because we spend 40 hours a week together and, you know, that's a hard market and things are hard and we clearly need another team member. And so, and we're ready to do that. Well, Nikki, it was great talking to you. I think um, you deserve the title like Queen of Pivot or like deserve to <laughs> replace Ross Geller and friends with the couch Pivot, Pivot or something with all the... You know what's so funny? The whole time I was saying that, I, all I could think of was the Me gif too. of him screaming Me Pivot too. as he goes up the stairs. Oh my God, well, so funny. You know, Marie Florio, Florio, I don't know how you say her last name, but her her thing is everything is figure outable. And that's like one of, that's another one of my core values slash mottos. It's all figure outable, totally. you know, and there's always going to be a problem. You just got to figure it out and find the window and move forward. Yeah, for so, sure. yeah, we use a lot of the sports analogies around here for someone who really doesn't <laughs> sports. <laughs> I love that. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was great to have you on. If um, someone's listening to this yeah. podcast and would love to reach out and connect with you, how, where can they reach you? Um, you can email me at Nikki at vaultinsure.com. You can call me on my cell phone. If you can't find that on my website, it's on you because it's all over the place. Um, and either, either, or I'm always, always available. I love, um, I've developed some really awesome relationships with some other agents around the, around the United States and even in my own town. And uh, rising tide lifts all boats. Yeah, I agree. Agree with you a hundred percent. Well, I appreciate you coming and sharing some things. I'm a hundred percent sure there are tons of agents out there that can relate to many of the things that we talked about today. And, um, I appreciate your friendship, my friend. Yeah, so, uh, same. we will talk real soon. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks so much for tuning in to the insurance refocus podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, please be sure to hit subscribe and leave us a review so you'll never miss us. Want to learn more about how Agency Focus can help you grow your agency? Head to agency-focus.com or email Carrie directly at carrie at agency-focus.com. If you need to get in touch with me, feel free to shoot me an email at lindsay at agency-focus.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week.